today's show. Welcome to the Course Wizards podcast with Amit Arora and Christopher Maselli. Get ready to discover the latest tools and tips on how to create, teach, and market your online training course. Now here's your hosts, Amit and Chris. All right. Hey, Course Wizards. Welcome to the Course Wizards. I'm Christopher Maselli, and I'm here with my co-host, Amit Arora. How is it going today, Amit? What's At the end of the year, we're at the end of 2022. Can you believe that? And I'm starting my New Year's resolution before the New Year even hits. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. What is your New Year's resolution? To create a course in a day. Ooh, no, that's good. And guess what? We're going to actually talk about that today because uh, when you started telling me about this, I said, oh, that, you know, that sounds cool. I think our listeners would like that. And you were thinking so too. And so, yeah. So how you create a course in a day, that sounds like impossible to me. Like you're talking about all the way from planning all the way to actually recording to uploading to your service. Like that seems like a lot of work. Are you doing any editing? Yes. So I would preface that the creation part that I'm doing, I have been already planning the modules and whatnot. So that research has been ongoing, but the creation part is just recording the entire content and I'll be using Descript for editing. So editing is going to be a breeze because I can just easily cut out silence and remove filler words and whatnot, right? You use Descript, you know that. We like Descript a lot. Yeah. So, okay. So before, before we jump into it though, so let's, let's go, let's take a step back and let's tell everyone you're going to create a course in a day. That's the plan. Now you actually haven't done this yet. And so we're recording this at the end of 2022 in 30 days from now, four episodes from now, we're going to come back and we're going to see how it went. Okay. So right today we're listening to the plans. This is the part one. We're going to have part two in a month from now. Right. So I'm on the hook. I have to do this. You're on the hook. You, you have no choice now, or we're, or, or or maybe at the end of January there'll just be no Course Wizards episode. <laughs> People will be going, "What happened?" No, no, no. I know, I know you'll do it because you are industrious. You are, you are always doing something new. Now, so, one, uh, one thing I would say is this isn't my first time doing this. Um, a few years ago, I created a course on how to use Trello, and that yeah. I recorded in a day in. I rented an Airbnb. This was the crappiest Airbnb ever. It was like <laughs> a house that had was converted into three shared rooms and a common bathroom and a common kitchen. It was just gross. But my role was just to go in there and record. And that course, mm-hmm. even though it didn't take off like crazy, it netted me over four years, like $6,000 in passive That's income. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. $150 that I paid for that Airbnb. And for one day's worth of work. Yep. Yeah. So that's actually pretty good. When you consider you got paid $6,000 for one day's worth of work, not so bad. <laughs> yes. If you put it that way. And it was uh, on a very competitive topic. Now, the new course that I'm building is also on a competitive topic. But this is something that everyone's talking about. And Udemy, and uh, this one I've decided to post on Udemy just to let their marketing engine do the work because the topic hasn't caught up to the demand yet. And the topic is chat GPT. How to use chat GPT. Yeah. And it's such an easy thing that you wouldn't think people would need a course for this because it's very intuitive because we're used to search. But I've done a lot of research on what are the things you can do with chat GPT, right? So 
going back to well, creating so, a course for in a day. Yeah, go ahead, Chris. Well, I was just going to say, so, you know, you, you say a lot of people know how to search, but the truth is if you, you and I may know how to search like the deep things of Google, right? But a lot of people don't realize, they don't think about the fact of how much they can search on Google and how they can use all kinds of parameters and all that sort of thing. And it's the same thing with chat GPD, right? Where there's all different kinds of things to do and that's what you're going to show. Exactly. But for, for those who aren't familiar with what chat GPD is, why don't you just give a quick summary of what it is so that we're all on the same page? Yes. So chat GPT is developed by OpenAI. And OpenAI has other tools like DALI, right? Which is a text to image generation. What ChatGPT is, it's a natural learning program, which is AI driven, artificial intelligence, which has been fed a data model up until two years ago. So it's fresh up until 2021. And okay. this data model has, think of it as they have downloaded the entire Wikipedia and fed it to this data model and you could literally ask it any question. So the question is only limited by your imagination. So I want to expose some of those imaginary things that you could ask. Now, something as simple as this, Chris, you could tell chat GPT, it's a, it's a chat bot where you're asking the question and it's replying back with the answer. But the cool thing is it's contextual. So you can say, help me solve this math puzzle. And it'll come back with an answer and you can say, now you don't have to repeat that same sentence again. You can say, okay, now add a variable X and how would you solve it? So it looks back to the previous context and says, okay, first I did this, now let me do this. So it's truly like Jarvis from Iron Man where it remembers all that contextual stuff. And again, what you can make it do is just limited to your imagination. And so, so it sounds like there's a um, uh, an intelligence there that it operates on that's different than just going for a Google search. Like if I wanted to search for, you know, uh, like you like you said, the uh, mathematical equation of some kind on Google, I might type in some kind of search parameter, and it's going to spit me back a list of web pages that I can yeah. go to to try and find the answer myself, right? Yes. But this goes a step further and says. It goes out to those web pages, finds the answer, and then tells you the answer in its own words. Yes. And then allows you to interact with it back and forth. That's yes. crazy. This is like a Terminator kind of stuff. <laughs> I know. Skynet, right? It is. And fun fact um, about Skynet, I think the day that it happened right in the future, Yeah. Th that same day... I don't want to say like six, seven years ago, AWS went down and everyone was saying, is this Skynet? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so a fun little segue, but yeah. That's it, funny. And not only that, I mean, again, I've been hanging out in their Discord channel, which is mm -hmm. very hard to do because you have 100,000 people. So the Discord chat is going faster than your eye can even read a one yeah. thread. So for yeah. me to be able to parse out meaningful information is very challenging and then creating a course out of it. But the intent is just like any other course, right? There's going to be an introduction to chat GPT. You mentioned what exactly is chat GPT. Mm -hmm. um, there's going to be use cases that I want to surface. The use cases that I use it for, right? Uh, how to create a sitemap for a blog. 
uh, let's let, let's say uh, to give you a real world use case, it would be you're starting a brand new blog about travel. You can ask what are the top 20 most search terms or search things about travel it's going to give you about, let's say travel in Bali, right? To kind of narrow it yeah. down. So yeah. it's going to tell you, here's the top 20 things that people search about traveling to Bali. Okay. Now let's take the first one and say, the first one is what are the best beaches in Bali? Hey, can you, and you don't even have to copy paste anything. You say, can you write me a blog post about number one? It listed 20 things. It knows what number one was, what number seven was, what number 20 was. So you say, write me a blog post intro about number one. It'll write an intro. Now tell me the top 20 beaches in Bali. Write that. Mm -hmm. Write me a, a paragraph about each of these 20 beaches. You can see how deep you can keep going with this thing. It wow. is my only fear is as I'm recording this, I might hit my limits. So I have screenshots from a Discord channel where people have asked certain things so mm -hmm. that I can use those as an example if I reach my limits because millions of people are using it. So it's constantly, they're having to upgrade their servers by the minute. Really good. So, so in terms of creating a course for this, I could tell that you've clearly done preparation at least in your head for this already so you're going to create this in a day but you've already decided i need to have an introduction i need to have a conclusion i need to have different things you can search for other you know where you're going to get your screenshots so you are doing some prep work before you're starting yeah. to record right yes yeah and for i i know the title for this episode was maybe a little clickbaity I don't think anyone can create a course in a day and have it be successful, right? Without any pre-prep. That would be yeah. a disservice to my students Where if I just show up on camera. And some people do that. They just show up on camera and then fumble through and figure it out on camera. And some people right. like seeing that. They're like, oh, that's why this guy was fumbling. I can do this different. But yeah, right. like some of the things, uh, this is like, again, I wouldn't know how to do this if I wasn't in the discord channel like this is a great example that people can do is someone gave it a three cent or, or a three paragraph data and this person was chatting with the bot saying i'm going to provide you with some data don't interrupt me just keep ingesting this data so the chatbot said okay please go ahead and provide the data so this person pasted the data in there and it's about games for the Atari 2600 were quite constrained when so-and-so first pitched the idea that would become adventure, a game where you'd explore a world with many rooms. Blah, blah. So it's very, it's talking about this Atari game. Yeah. Then once the chatbot has received this data, this person said, now explain how Pitfall was created to me as you would explain it to a second grader. So you can see mm. like the use cases for this thing is like mind blowing. So yeah. this is one example. Um, you can write a sales page. This was, uh, I also have some fun examples. One of them was rewrite the rules of rock, paper, scissors and make it super complex. So again, through the discord channel and this, the bot said, okay, uh, here's what we're going to do. We're going to, the, now the game is going to have 12 moves. You're going to have rock, paper, scissors, fire, water, wood, metal, air, earth, light, dark, and void. And then it explains each and every rule of what, who's going to beat what, 
rock paper scissors was easy right and then it says metal beats wood and air because metal cut, cuts through wood and deflects air wood, wood beats earth and water now the gravity of this the magnitude that you could actually take that data and build a card game that is rock paper scissors version 2.0 and you didn't even have to put in the work is just mind blowing mm -hmm. so how is it coming up with that though is it actually scraping the internet for that information and then feeding it back to the user as you know just in a conversational way or is it actually coming up with fresh new information based on both complex thought both it's been trained based on a data set and that data set might have as well been we don't know what that data set was but the data set was millions and trillions of data points that are currently available on the internet for anyone to scrape right and on top of that they have taught it through user input so it's a typical ai where it has been fed data and millions of users are feeding it data every second and it's taking all those points and learning and then spitting it out so it sounds a lot like the way we learn right like yeah. let's say let's say we go to school we're in school for two or four years learning about business that's all our input that's our data set right it's yep. put into us we have some on-site job experience which is that you know that user interaction where we actually see how things work in the real world yep. and then we come up with ideas that are new and fresh based on those data sets based on those that interaction with other people um uh yep. But that seems like a very human thing. It's kind of, that's, that is a bit scary. I can see why this is a good topic to do your course. About this. Yeah, I'm excited. I mean, just again, some of the things that I wouldn't think if it's a diverse group of people talking in this discord, right? One of the things is create a fictional language using only emojis and punctuation marks, no letters and explain the rules in English. So you could literally create your own net new language that doesn't uh -huh. exist today by using AI, by using the it's tools amazing. that earlier were only those tools could exist, but everyone would have to put hours of research in mastering just one of these things, right? This one was really cool. It said um, the prompt given to it was, Arg make an argument that one plus one is greater than two. Uh -huh. I mean, this is a universal mathematical rule uh -huh. at its simplest level. And the chatbot came through and said, the argument that one plus one is greater than two may seem counterintuitive, but there is actually a logical explanation for the seemingly impossible equation. The key is to understand that we are not dealing with traditional mathematic concepts but rather the, a different system of mathematics known as fuzzy math. And then it goes to explain what is fuzzy math. Then it goes to explain why one plus one is, could be greater than two, not just equal to two. And again, I want to show some of these examples in my course to kind of help people understand that the possibilities are endless. If you can think it, you can ask it and it'll do it. I see. So you're gonna you're gonna help open. You got your introduction. You're gonna help open people's minds to the kinds of things 
it can do and then maybe help them what formulate their own kinds of uh i guess questions i want to say equations but i don't think that's right questions for the ai to answer and how they might use this what for for practical productivity that sort of thing yep i mean the idea is to show them fun questions right uh mm -hmm. it can create a chess game and play chess with you like yeah. in real time so show them that show them how you can have the descriptive uh, like contextual conversation back and forth with it show yeah. them what i would implement this in my life for a couple of use cases one is my blog and then the other is my salesforce world where anytime if i was to write a validation rule or a formula i was typically googling it for a good hour to yeah. find the right one and even the right one wasn't the right one for me it was the right one for someone else now i have to take those parameters tweak it but now with this it spits it out it says here's the formula to use so those are the few different use cases that i'm going mm -hmm. to go in depth one the blogging is the easiest because i can spit out the site map i can spit out the 20 topics to blog about then i can have it write a blog about each of those topics but i won't write about each of those topics i'll just write about like let's say one or two yeah just teach people how it responds and then from there i'll show all the different examples that i've seen on discord very interesting okay so let's say let's say this clearly a good topic i think it's going to be fascinating i think you're going to have people who want to learn about this probably even some people listening to this podcast right now are going to want to jump in and and learn this themselves But after you record all of these, and I, I assume you're going to use uh, what your standard setup, which we're going to talk about that at the beginning of 2023, yep. what your tech stack is. But it's your standard camera. You're going to share your screen, right? Yep. And you're going to record all of that. Then after you do that, you've got your videos. You already said you're going to load those into Descript to do your editing. Yep. Uh, how complex are you going to get on your editing? Oh, very simple, because mm -hmm. it's going to be. mostly like how you and i did this episode it's going to be off the cuff yeah. uh i don't care about transitions fancy things popping up there'll be some arrows and whatnot so i have a annotation tool that i use for on screen annotation yes i will try to do that ahead of time so i don't have to do post production annotation on screen so the editing part should be fairly quick descript allows you to remove filler words it allows you to listen to your recording at 2x speed so typically mm -hmm. i'll do it at 2x i'll read the word in the transcript on the left side and if i see something that doesn't make sense i'll i use overdub i don't know if you have used it yet so if mm -hmm. i messed up a word i can just type the real word that i wanted to say and descript will say it in my my tone in my voice yeah yeah descript is amazing if you haven't used it check that out and i, I want to uh, just hang back here on a on a point that you just mentioned this is really good amit and i have created a lot of courses now over time and we have done um post production editing where we've had to zoom in and do all the arrows and all that sort of thing and we have learned over time anything that you can do in real time while you're recording makes everything so much simpler rather yeah. than having to go back and do it on the back end so always if you're planning your course try to figure out the kinds of things like that that you can do in real time while you're recording it'll just make everything easier so then and now you're not going to upload this to your regular course site which is on newsendler though however huh? you're going to put it elsewhere yeah i'm going to put it on udemy just so i can leverage udemy's marketing power powers 
have them mm-hmm. be the engine that drives the hopefully right because this yeah. is a new topic when i go and search on udemy insights it doesn't even show that this is a topic that anyone is searching but i know people are because there already courses on udemy but the demand is more than the supply right now yeah yeah well that's that's amazing all right well in 30 days uh from now four episodes from now we're going to check back in we're going to hear how your recording went uh, we're going to hear how your uploads went, how long you've had it up, um, because you're going to create this in a day. But I know that in reality, it may take several days to get it all uploaded and get your you still got to create your course pages. Right. Your advertising for it. You're going to are you going to have chat? Are you going to have it? The AI write all of that of for course. you. <laughs> <laughs> then you can say even the page where you bought this from, it was written by the chat. chat yeah, exactly. Uh, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's amazing. Well, I look forward to it. And I think uh, I think everyone listening probably does, too. And anything else you want to say about that before we uh, to put you completely on the wire for this? I would say just to our listeners and our viewers, don't be scared, right? Jump in. I was sharing with Chris before I started recording. We had talked about a couple of episodes ago now about my YouTube channel exploding. It's continuing to explode in three weeks. Uh, it went from what what were we at Chris hundred to now yep. three hundred subscribers. You've, you've got about a hundred subscribers a week now. Hundred subscribers a week, and it's growing. And two of my videos are both sitting at six thousand views each. One of them is going to surpass six thousand views, which is the one YouTube is recommending now. So mm-hmm. don't be afraid to our listeners. Just jump in, create content, get it out there. Don't worry too much about how perfect it's going to be. Perfection is the enemy of done. So we have said about talked about this before. I'm trying to lead by example and just get this out there before the new year because it's just going to continue to explode. Chat GPT is not going anywhere. In fact, Google and other search engines are having to keep up with it and now come up with their own version of this thing. So yeah, just get out there and do it. Absolutely amazing. Well, this is, is the technology is changing so fast too. It'll be interesting to see if that affects your course creation uh, over time with this one. We'll have to, maybe have to follow up with this on a few times throughout the year. For sure. All right. Well, if you enjoyed this episode, please rate, review, subscribe, and share. You know how it works. This is how people find the course wizards. And, and we just want to help everyone create their own course and get their teach anything that they want to online. And so uh, until next time, this is Amit and Chris saying what, Amit? Keep creating. (laughs) Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Course Wizards podcast with Ahmed Aurora and Christopher Maselli. Get a free PDF of their favorite online training resources, as well as notes from this podcast at coursewizards.com.